So it is a custom of mine that on Confirmation Sunday, I read a letter that I write to our confirmands to the whole congregation. It's an open letter to our confirmands. Um, and I will be doing our scripture this morning from uh, the message, but it'll be in the course of the letter. So listen now to what I share with Ben and Jaron. Today is an important day for each of you. Best of all, this day is all about you. That's pretty awesome. How fun is that? Today we all gather here to praise God and to give witness to our faith as it is expressed especially through each of you. You've been coming to this church for a long time, if not for your whole life. These people love you and they count you as one of their own. And yet each of you are crafted with a particular fingerprint of God laid upon you. You have each been gifted with a personality that makes you unique and your stories that make you a part of God's salvation story. As your stories are woven together with God's story, you bring a unique thread that is sewn into the fabric of this particular family of faith and the greater family of faith in the world. I have come to love your individual expressions of who you are. I have seen in your silly faces and your serious faces and your sparkling eyes when you talk about God who loves you. I have seen your heart as you watched and you extended the hand of kindness to each other. I love the way your minds work. If there is one thing that I hope that you got from your classes together, it would be that God gave you that mind to continue to question, to explore, to wander, and to uh, think about your faith. Even when the answers are hard and the questions are not easy to find, I challenge you to continue to search. God is faithful and God will stand beside you, guiding you and directing you and loving you as you explore. As you join the church today, you took a vow to faithfully participate in the ministries of this church with your prayers, your presence, your gifts, your service, and your witness. I have heard your prayers. Standing in a circle at the end of our time together, I have seen you realize how your prayers are added to the prayer of each other to build an incredible story of faith inside our group. Continue to pray for each other and for all the people in your lives. In your prayers is the voice of God. I have witnessed your presence. You have come with enthusiasm, expecting to participate fully, engaging in our life together. And as I watched, I came to see the fire building in your hearts, and that was the work of the Holy Spirit among us. I love the way that you show up to serve our neighbors at the 
mobile food pantry early in the spring. It, it is through that work that your hands, have, the work of your hands, that another will go to bed tonight not hungry but satisfied. And do you remember what happens when you let that fire that's building within your heart go? Like, it's kind of like the popcorn that popped in a test tube. You remember that? Well, not really. It's more than that. This fire in your heart will allow you to witness more loudly through your actions and more profoundly by your words. The world needs people like you, Ben and Jaron. The world needs people like you to spread the good news and to share their faith. The world needs people like you to push yourselves outside of your comfort zone and encourage others to do the same. The world needs people like you asking questions and not pretending to understand to believe just because someone tells you to or expects you to do so. The world needs people who are willing to pray before community suppers to speak openly and honestly in a big group or a small group of people, and to serve the community whenever and wherever you are needed. So I am reminded as I share with you this letter about Timothy. Timothy was a young witness during the time of Paul, and because he was young, a lot of times he took a few hits People didn't always find what he said to be noteworthy because of his age. But Paul saw what God saw in Timothy, a young person that, with a whole lot to offer the community of faith by the way he lived and by the way he spoke. So now listen up, and I'm going to share with you a little bit of what Paul shares with Timothy about how to be a bold disciple. These words are found in 1 Timothy 4, verses 11 through 16. I'm going to read them to you now. Paul says to Timothy, get the word out. Teach all these things. And don't let anyone put you down because you're young. Teach believers with your life, by your word, by your demeanor, by your love, your faith, by your integrity. Stay at your post reading scripture, giving counsel, teaching, and that special gift of ministry you were given when the leaders of the church laid their hands on you and prayed for you, we call that confirmation. Keep the dust off, keep that dusted off and in use at all times. Cultivate these things, immerse yourself in them. The people will all see you mature right before their eyes. Keep a firm grasp on both your character and your teaching. Don't be diverted. Just keep at it. Both you and those who hear you will experience salvation. Family of faith, this is the word of God for the people of God. I am proud of you. Your parents are proud of you. This church is proud of you. 
God is proud of you. Today, when we baptized you or confirmed you, we did not use your last name. That's because today, you take on a new name, the name of Christian. And for that, we give God thanks. May God forever be with you. Amen.